Hi everyone, Sam here. I wanted to let you know about something that you may not know about this podcast. I have set up a supporter page for listeners to show their support in different ways other than sharing and reviewing the platform. It's called Buy Me A Coffee and what that allows supporters to do is to donate to the podcast. As many of you know, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher and lots of other platforms as well. And there is no paywall attached to it. Now, to get our amazing guests on, it does require a lot of work. And I know that so many people appreciate it. So if you are interested in donating to the podcast, please head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash CritCastPod. Thanks again for your support and enjoy the episode. Right, let's get cracking. La, 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 la. <laughs> Hi, guys, and welcome back to CritCast Pod with your host, Sam Crick. This is the podcast that offers the personal side behind the persona of world-leading athletes and performers. You are joining us on another edition of the build-up to the European Indoor Championships. I've got another very special guest. Please welcome Ellie Baker. Ellie, welcome back to the podcast, part two. Thank you for having me. I love it here. I absolutely love this podcast, so it's always a pleasure to be back on with you, Sam. The first question that you had for me when I said, do you want to come on the podcast? Is my face going to be shown? Do I need to put makeup on? Um, the viewers can see that that you have. Um, what's the thought yeah. process there? You just See, you know, I told you last time I had a big, I had a podcast. They didn't tell me that it was with video and I absolutely look like, a, I just look terrible. <laughs> and, I, and I was looking at myself today and I was like, I need to double check that this isn't just going to be like my face as well because this is a house haunter so I was like at least I can prepare put a little bit of slap on the face you know yeah. so you look a little bit better <laughs> well, I, did, I did say to you you said do I need to put makeup on I didn't want to catch you out so just yeah but you look great and, uh, like, I'm not sure but uh just in case I don't want you to like just in case. Bad. no yeah I couldn't have come on uh, about half an hour ago it wouldn't have been good <laughs> It's a very exciting week. We're currently at Monday, recording on Monday afternoon. Um, but in the last week, a lot has changed since we've had the, the sort of build up to the European champs. We had a little recording last week from you. Um, but this is a, a sort of a, a bit more insight um, into your reaction of getting selected for the European indoors, um, your first GB senior vest and, you know, the run up into the champs. Let's go back to, I guess, the the events that you've run recently that have meant that you've got the time and that your race fit, you know, yeah. how has the, the prep going into those races been and how have those races gone in general? So basically I have got the England athletics athlete exemption. So um, that meant that I could fly out to Dubai when I went out on that training camp. Um, so yeah, before, before the indoor season, I went out of my training group to Dubai. Half of my training group have got like the England Athletics one and half have got the um, Great Britain exemption. So um, we all flew out. We had a really, really good uh, like four weeks out in Dubai, a good block of training in the sun, which always helps with the speedier sessions. But I was in really, really good form. I was training with um, Gemma Riki and Laura Muir out there. So that is just like the perfect uh, people to sort of uh, be pushing you. So they they really helped a lot out in Dubai and, and, and my sessions were really good. So I knew I was in good form. So yeah, so that was really lucky that I was really grateful that I got that opportunity to get out there and get some warm weather training done. And then I flew back home and then Dubai got put on like the red list like a few days after. So 
I was so lucky I got home in time otherwise we would have had to do the whole quarantine and then sort of not go out and training's kind of gonna be down the swanee when you can't can't go out so um that was really lucky yeah I was really happy with the camp out there and then I just sort of um got into racing really but my first race was in Manchester there, there was a few um of my training partners that were able to go abroad and do some races but the England athletics exemption got changed and then I wasn't allowed to fly anymore oh nice so I was actually only <laughs> I was actually only allowed to race in the UK and then like the people on the Great Britain exemption could Maybe actually so fly out and, yeah so I was I knew that I was literally going to have about two opportunities to run the time um one being British trials the sort of British trials that you didn't have yeah, to do. Didn't to do. <laughs> yeah, um, and then there was another race that uh, do you know Amy Pratt? She does the yeah, um, yeah. steeplechase. Steeple, so yeah. yeah, her coach Vicente put on a really really good meet in Manchester. So I was like, right, I'm going to target the 800 there. He'd entered me in, and um, Kira McGee was going to be in the race. I think she was aiming to go for the Irish record. So I was like, right, this is going to be fast. Like this is just what I need. Like coming off of the camp. So I was really excited to get racing again. We got out of the, from the race and she wasn't going as fast as I thought she was going to go, like, to get the record. So I was like, oh, uh, I'm just going to sit in because I know that she's aiming to go for this record. So I was like, I sat in, tried to, like, trust the process. But then we went through and I was like, oh, we're not actually going very fast yeah. here. Like, we went through in, I think, 61. And then I was like, oh, this needs to be sped up a little bit. So then on the back straight of the third lap, I sort of took it up because I was like, I'm not going to get this time and I haven't got many opportunities. So I sort of sped up and um, hit the front with sort of 300 to go. As I come through, it's still like, I think it might have even been like 132. I was a little bit boxed in to get out. And then I managed to close in a 30. So I ran 202 nice. that day. So it was it was good in the end because I ran the qualifying time, which was sub 203. But I was like, oh God, I got to get going because I knew I didn't have many opportunities. So that I was really grateful to have run it at that time. And then little did I know, I actually wouldn't have had another opportunity the following week because one by one, everyone started wow, everyone just dropped out. Yeah. 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 So yeah. You actually, so you actually got that chance. Well, you thought it was going to be only a couple of times and it was limited to just the one. one. So <laughs> I didn't run incredible it then, I that you would have done it. Yeah. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then, so you do the 1500 and you're just off the standard for that, which obviously shows yeah. your form, which is yeah. incredible. No, yeah, I didn't know how the 15 was going to go because obviously all my training has been like tailored towards the 800. It's sort of like double the distance. So I was like, yeah. this should be interesting because I haven't, but I do still keep a lot of endurance in my training, but not like crazy amounts. And definitely wasn't geared towards the 1500s. But I knew if I just went there, showed I was in like good form, PB form, which I did, I ran a PB. So kind of worked out and, and I got selected the next day. So I was really, really excited about that. Awesome. Well, we're seeing couple, uh, a couple of your guys sort of jump up. You know, Elliot's obviously in, in incredible form and yeah. even jumping up to the 1500 being really competitive yeah. in that. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it shows that the that extra bit of endurance um, can really help you and obviously coming off yeah. the back of, a, of a great camp. When you got that final selection come through, uh, was it an email? Was it a phone call? What did you get? It was a phone call. Um, Rob Denmark uh, gave me a phone call, and I, I said something so silly on that phone call <laughs> that I don't like. I don't know why I said it, but um, he rang me and he's like, "Hi, Ellie." Like just like ringing to give the exciting news like you've been selected for your first senior championships, and I was like, "Yay!" Like I'm so happy. Thank you. And then I went, "So what event have you selected me for?" <laughs> 
I only had the qualifying time for one event, so I literally don't know why I said it. But I just like, I'm one of them people that I like to know exactly what's going on. I was like, there's literally nothing else I could have been selected for. That's so, I, so I funny. So silly when I what said if, it. What, like, if he'd, I, what if he just said like the long jump? <laughs> when he goes well, to no, me, all the all the sixty the sixty meters. We haven't got any women in that, so maybe he's just like, can you fill in? <laughs> Christ, I don't know. I, honestly, I can get out the box. <laughs> but no, he was like, oh, I reckon we'll put you down for the 3K as a joke. And I was no, like, sorry. don't do that. <laughs> but no, literally, I don't know why I said it, but it was quite funny anyway. He laughed. That's true. <laughs> what was his reaction? Just like the 800? He sort of was like, ah, the 800, yeah. Like, yeah, the as, as if he wasn't sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, well, like... <laughs> Could it be anything else? Love it. Um, love but he's like, oh, no, we'll put you in for the 3K then if you don't mind. And I yeah, was like, no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And and obviously yeah. in the run up to the event, we were just a few days away. How are you preparing for it? What is there anything that you've changed slightly because it is your first GB international as a senior? Or is it still same race prep as you've done before keep keep uh, sort of stay to the script no yeah I'm very much the same I don't feel like it would be like beneficial to change anything now um this is sort of like I've been to like age group championships so I've done the Europeans for the under 20s and under 23 so I'm sort of using it as the same drill but just just the age group up again um but yeah so I'm, I'm really glad to be like making the climb and the transitions into the senior teams but yeah literally keeping everything the same I did like my last a lot of big session on saturday and then John tapering tapering for the week what's the <laughs> yeah. um what's the main targets then it's literally just round by round like i'm just going to treat each round as my final because i just feel like if i don't get through uh, there's no point me focusing on the final if i don't even get through the heat sort True. of thing so every round will sort of be my final <laughs> so yeah. that's sort of how i'm processing it like i need to um so i'm actually this week my wake up time is usually like uh nine o'clock in the morning that's that's oh, if only. I know <laughs> it is late for most people, but I usually wake up around nine. Usually go to bed like around eleven, half eleven. Um, so this week I am going to be sort of gradually changing my sleep routine to like say ten thirty, and then waking up at like eight thirty, eight o'clock. Um, I like to get eight or nine hours sleep in. But I just like, obviously, with the time difference, um, my heat's actually at 12.30, I think. So I know I've got to wake up early that day and the time difference is going to be earlier. So yeah, I don't yeah. want to be feeling tired on that heat. So this week, I am definitely trying to alter my sleeping routine. Um, so little things like that, just that sometimes like the little advantages you can give yourself if you keep on top of like the little sort of extra bits like that. So that's what yeah, you want to get those get those marginal gains in um, yeah. so you're ready to go and I think sometimes it does like even those little things do really have an impact um I, yeah. I don't think I when I was when I was competing I don't think I'd really change anything even if the event was at three o'clock in the afternoon so maybe like maybe I should have done that a bit more oh well doesn't matter. <laughs> um but uh but yeah we're so excited to see you compete and you know especially as we've seen you on the track for the races that you've done and you know we're really excited to see you get out there and get amongst it um it's going to be really really exciting where can um where can people see you uh compete do we know the exact details yes yeah, so it's i think it will be shown like on bbc one as far as i know i hope i've got that Let's right so. i'm <laughs> we'll from what i've been told um you can catch it on bbc one 
nice and for updates on your social media do you want to give that a quick shout out yeah yeah so it's ellie natasha baker for my instagram and then it's ellie baker 1998 for my twitter (laughs) fantastic stuff well ellie thank you so much for coming on hopefully this has given a bit of an insight into uh, another one of our elite athletes that's going to be heading out to the european championships this weekend um we're really excited to see her compete and we can't wait to to see the results um ellie best of luck Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. No worries at all.